All right, welcome to podcast number one. We already had the pilot, and now we're starting our first official podcast. Yep. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, when they're finally doing it. Finally doing it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what happened this week? This week, um, I just watched the Giants lose another football game. Not surprised. <laughs> uh, I saw my concussion specialist today. Mm, how's that? It's good. I start occupational therapy on Wednesday for, for the old brain. Occupational therapy for your brain? For my brain. We've talked about this. How does how do you do occupational therapy for your brain? I don't know. You just... I feel like my brain doesn't work well already. <laughs> so what do they do? What do you just learn how to write? Like here, here, Tyler, write your name five times. I really have no like, idea. T-I... Dang it. T-Y... Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. For the, I mean, for, for those that don't know, I got a, a bad racing accident. So I'm currently in a neck brace and have a little bit of a brain injury. A little bit. A little bit, but what are you going to do? Yeah, it happens. But, yeah, I'm hoping to get this neck brace off this week, dude. Good. Waiting for phone calls. Yeah, how long has it been since you had the x-ray? Two weeks. Dang. Two weeks. I was supposed to know a week ago. So, but you were saying that the, the surgeon is some... He's s- like... Super mega surgeon? Yeah, he's like like world-class surgeon. A buddy of mine got us in to see him, and he's like taking our case, if you will. Mm-hmm. But he does like, like, super traumatic stuff to be like brain tumors. People got shot in the head stuff. Jeez. So I think he's got his hands tied. I don't think he's worried about the guy that got in a racing accident as much. Right. But still, I'm just getting a little anxious to get out of this thing. I can't drive. That sucks. Dude, you know how often like, you just want to do things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and like, just want to go for a drive. Yeah. No, I feel you, man. Like, just literally just drive. And you can't... How long has it been? Two months? Two, two and a half month. months? Two months I've been driven a vehicle. And a vehicle. I barely left the freaking house. Dang. That's crazy. Mr. Albertson just walked in the room. Mr. Caden. Say hello to the... This is our... This is going to be our sound guy. <laughs> and our yeah. informer. Yeah, so... If you listen to the Joe Rogan experience, he is our Jamie. As, our Jamie, if you will. Yeah. So he's going to look up things. But better. Yeah, but better. But better. better. No offense. If, you, if somehow this makes it to Joe Rogan. It's a good old Jaime. <laughs> if Jaime hears this, I'm sorry. But Caden is better than you at yeah. most things. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. At golf. Yeah, yeah. I have a... That's actually what I graduated college with. Oh. A golf degree? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I majored in sports. <laughs> just in general. Yeah, I got my master's in cloud computing. Hey, there you go. Nice. Strictly for this podcast. <laughs> yep, just for this. For the four people that are going to hear this. Yeah, uh, I say three minutes. Bank from these guys. Yeah. 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 Sign up for our Patreon. It's only three. <laughs> <laughs> only fans. Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to the OnlyFans Barstool's in a Basement podcast. Mm-hmm. Still working on the name. It's up for debate if anyone has ideas. Anything, because we call it Barstools in a Basement because we're literally literally sitting in a basement on, on Barstools. Bar really creative stuff going on yeah. at the most residents tonight. Valley Boys. Valley Boys. Valley Boys in a Basement. That's a little better. Trappy Valley. Tra- oh, Trappy I like that. Valley. I like that. P-Town Hood Rats. <laughs> <laughs> the P-Town Hoodlums <laughs> from North Peoria. <laughs> on Barstools. Trappy Valley on Barstools. Trappy Valley featuring the oh, North Peoria yeah. gang. On bar stools on in a game. basement. Do you think it's too long? Yeah. No, but like, that's unique. What did you say? 
Tra- I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even remember what you said. Trappy Valley, Valley Boys with featuring, I don't know. Featuring North Peoria on bar stools in a basement. Mm. It could work. That's golden. It could work. It's golden unique, Pony like Boy. No. I miss reading books like that. Dude. Guy. What? Do you know what's on Netflix now? What? Step Brothers. No way. Uh-huh. I watched it this morning. Top five movie ever. Top You're one. my step bro. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Step Brothers is on, it's on Netflix it's on now. Netflix now. <laughs> oh, it's so hype when the, you you literally open Netflix. I had no idea. Open it and my favorite movie of all time is on my recommended. It's a great feeling. Incredible feeling. Great feeling. You know what a great feeling is? Watching your football team win a game, but but they can't. Mm. So that's good. At all. No. Not not with Daniel Jones throwing the pigs again. Yeah. That's a tough look. Yeah. He makes a lot of mistakes. He does. Some of them aren't even rookie mistakes. It's just football it's mistakes. Just brutal. It's like you suck at doing things. Yeah. On the football field. You suck at being. Oh. Kind of sucks as a human. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, watches Netflix movie with subtitles. Ooh, with no sound. <laughs> he just no reads. S- just reads it. <laughs> I feel like it's something he would do. No, it it was something he does. Oh god, they really? said it on the co- at the combine. Like, Daniel Jones doesn't hear movies. Doesn't listen to movies. He just reads subtitles. Why did we draft him? That's some serial killer stuff. Dude. That's probably what uh, Eli Manning does. Yeah. <laughs> Him and yeah, Peyton. He's, he's a weird guy. Peyton's more normal than him, though. Yeah? Like, Peyton's goofy. He's big, big forehead, he, too. I love Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. He's a big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he's just... Eli's just goofy and... Weird. Yeah. Peyton's just goofy. Eli's goofy and just weird. socially awkward. Remember that picture of him on the beach? That yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I think that was my screensaver at one point. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> he's holding this, the... The bucket? Uh-huh. The ultimate dude, dad picture. Dude, that's some good picture. stuff, dude. It is some good stuff. Straight dad bod picture. It's funny. Hey, he, he handles it with class, though. He tries. Tries? <laughs> what do you mean, tries? You remember Ooh. when the Giants benched him to start Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Smith. Was that yeah. two years ago now? Was it last yeah. season? No, that was two years ago because uh, Ben McAdoo was the coach. Oh, ben McAdoo. What a, what a brutal signing that was. What a brutal man. <laughs> that was rough. Ben McAdoo. He sucks. What, what was the Grand Iron Heights video? What did they call him? I don't know. <laughs> they said, like, I'm Ben something. No, do you remember the one where they're oh, like... Okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember. What oh, okay, about. you could have just said that. I did. Oh, you could have said it again. You have to argue with me. And this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're ending this now. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Cool. Tyler and I are going to go fight. Thanks for listening. We've episodes and it's already over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a one where... They're making fun of Ben McAdoo and Eli, and something Eli does something stupid, or Ben McAdoo does something stupid. He's like, oh, it's Eli's fault. Yeah, that's the same one. Is it? Yeah, but they call Ben McAdoo, so he says, like, I'm Ben McAdoo, I'm Ben Manadoo, or something. He says it wrong, and then he's like... That's something dumb. Yeah. Like, Ben McAdoo does. Right. He might be worse than... No, he definitely is worse than Pat Shermer. He's worse than Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer's brutal. Yeah, they're both not great. No. Not great options to run a football team. No, not at all. I think I could do it better. I'd like to see you try, at least. I probably wouldn't. I, I mean, obviously I wouldn't do it better, but I feel like I could do it close. Yeah. For those that don't know, Brooke Crawford's also in the room. So Brooke Crawford is doing Spanish homework. Teach us some Spanish, Brooke. 
You know... This is a new segment we like to call Spanish with Brooks. <laughs> La... Okay, ready? Ready for this one? You gotta guess it. Super hard. Mm-hmm. La... Biblioteca. Denista. Denista? De- Denise, Wait, no, like I, the I, name, I, Denise? I, I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know. She doesn't know. La Wait, are you, are you passing this one? Dentista. Dentist. Yes. Let's go. What Dentista. It, male or female? female? Female, obviously. You just dropped your purse, Brooke. <laughs> are you passing this class? Uh, yeah, I have it at A right now. Good for you. Heck you know, yeah. I'm really proud of it. I yeah. would be really too. Hard. I would be too. Work really hard. That's good. It's not an easy class to pass, especially when it's not the language you speak. I have to take four. Everything about that. Why do we even have to learn, ling- like other languages? Well, like when in my life am I gonna use Spanish or German? Or... I have four semesters of it. This why? Is my second semester. Why? It's for my major. For what? I'm sociology. I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, it makes well, sense. Well, think about it. There's a lot of jobs where you're gonna use a second language. Yeah. Like sociology. So, yeah. Police yeah. officer. Use it all the time. Well, Especially was, in Arizona. That, yeah. Well, when I was in a, a Tucson? business, yeah. they made us do two semesters of it. Like, any I, it's not, it's That's what I don't understand. It's not a bad thing to have, no matter no. what. No, I get that. But, like, is it necessary for... I, I understand it's necessary for sociology. It's, I think it's necessary in high school. I don't know about requiring it. That's what I'm saying. In college. Yeah. I understand taking it in high school. But if you want to take it in college, it doesn't hurt anything because it makes you a more well-rounded person. I think does the it? best... I think it does because it doesn't hurt to speak a second language. Yeah, but but the nine. Sorry, bro. Can no, I you're good. You? Nine... I think the best language to take is sign language. I agree. That would be the most productive you, thing to learn. I. Why? There's more Spanish. <laughs> there's mean, more Spanish speaking but... people, especially here in Arizona. There's more Spanish speaking people than deaf people. Yeah. One hundred percent. I know, but I feel like it's important to learn sign language. It's also important to learn Spanish. Yeah. Why? No, think about it. How? What's the percentage of people that take Spanish in college and actually remember it? Minimal. That's what I'm saying. So what's the point? I've met Spanish a lot of people that better. are Spanish majors at U of A. Spanish majors? Well, that's yes. fair. You should know Spanish if you're going to be a Spanish major. Yeah, but like it's like they, that's all they do is just Spanish all the time. Why would you major in that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I'm majoring in Spanish so I can move to a Spanish-speaking country. That yeah. would make sense. Why though? Because then you're just in the then you're just in the Spanish speaking country, but you don't have a degree for a job that you want to get. And a lot of times, it's like in Spanish speaking countries, they only use slang. They're not using the stuff. The that exact they're teaching. language, yeah, right. like the stuff that you, they're teaching. You you would learn better if you were to move to Mexico and like embrace yourself and the culture there, than taking oh, yeah. two years of Spanish. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of kids in my class that like speak fluent Spanish. But, like, they're not from a Spanish-speaking country. Right. Like, they just live near people who speak it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. where they work with people that right. speak they it all the time. Right, or they have family that, yeah. Right, and they so, know, like, the slang portion of it, but not, like, the proper grammar that they teach you. Mm-hmm. Right. And what you were saying, like, why is it required? I think it's really good to have required in Arizona because there's just a, such a large percentage of Spanish-speaking people. Well, what is that going to help you? It won't hurt you. Yeah, but what is it going to help you? It'll help you in any situation. Why? How? <laughs> to be able to speak a different language is cool. But you can't. That's what I'm saying. Most of, like, if you take it and don't use it, then obviously you can't. But I'd rather take it but, and not use it than not take it and have to use it. But what you learn in high school is, like, what Brooke is doing right now in her Spanish class is exactly what we did in high school. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember any of it. I know you remember some of it. Mom, it's, mom's fluent. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, it's like... Well, and it makes sense for her job, too. Right, and she taught in a rough part of town for 10 years. Right. And 
90% of her students only spoke Spanish. Right, and that makes so sense. So she had to learn it. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. But, like, for the... Like, for the... For the non-anomaly of the population, why do you need to learn Spanish in college when you're learning the same thing that you learned in high school when you don't remember it in the first place? It's the same I stuff. I don't think it should be required. But I agree. I think it's a good idea to take it. I don't think it... Yeah, I don't think it hurts. But at the same time, if I'm... If I'm studying for business, then I would rather take two more business classes than two Spanish classes mm-hmm. because it's going to help me more. Well, it's not required at GCU. It's it's just yeah, changes I, college to college. I know, and I I know. I just, and Tucson is very useful. I I'm mean, sure. but like, yes. is she going to live in Tucson her whole life? No, absolutely right. not. Why would you? Absolutely could. not. Why? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like my dad, as a state farm agent, he had a he had an employee. Her name is Mariella. She spoke fluent Spanish. And he got a lot of, he gained a lot of Spanish-speaking customers because he couldn't talk to them on the phone, but she could. Mm-hmm. And then when That's she fair. left, he lost all of them because right. they he couldn't communicate with them. I so, get, like, yeah. in a business setting, I do see it working. I could see that. In, like, a sales setting. Well, right. That's actually a really good point. Remember the other night when we were in Tempe and we went to Jack in the Box and the lady was speaking Spanish to us in drive-thru? Yeah. I was rattled. <laughs> okay, so we went to Jack in the Box the other night, and the girl goes, she's like, she comes up to the window... Like, this is the second girl that we talked. We talked to the one girl on the, at the, you know, the thing where you order. Yeah. And we go up to the window, and she's like, hola, senor. And we're like, Alex, okay. like, Alex like, hola. Yeah, like, I started speaking Spanish. I, I looked at him like, this is your this is your area right here. I don't remember any of this. And she literally, like, started talking to us in Spanish. And then she's like, can you? Well, she's like, uno momento, por favor. Yeah. Yo necesito. And, then, and I didn't understand the rest. And I right. was like. We're like, okay, that's she, fine. And she asked us to back up. Yeah, she, like, starts waving us back. And we're like, Why? And, um, and I questioned her. And she's like, like, why do she's I like, need just, to do this? Just, just back up. Just back up. Back up. So we backed up like 15 feet yeah. to where we couldn't see in the window. And then we were rattled. We were like, what is happening? And it then they were like, so she weird. came up back to the window. And she's like, she's like, come on, come on. And we're like, what? Is, Did you just spin our tacos? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and then she gave us our food and we left. And we ate it. It well, tasted yeah, like Jack. I, I don't was, think... I don't think you can tell the difference between spit and a jack-in-the-box taco versus the hot sauce. No, there's probably... The hot <laughs> sauce is probably the spit, honestly. <laughs> they had their customers spit in a container, and they're like, this is our hot sauce. I was so confused. I was going to eat it, but, like, yeah, I was no just so what. rattled. I don't I don't know why we had to back up. <laughs> she didn't have an arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had, she had one arm, uh-huh. which is fine, but it was just weird. It, it was just that odd. just rattled me even more. Yeah, we don't go to Tempe often. We were seeing your girlfriend. Yeah. And we were just like... Let's go to Jack and Box on my home. Right. I'm hungry. Right. And we stop, and there's a lady that only speaks Spanish with one arm in the drive-thru telling us to back up. <laughs> it was when so we weird. ordered eight tacos. And, like, I have had some weird Jack in the Box experience. Like, it's Jack in the Box. I don't think any Jack in the Box experience is normal. No. By any means. But this one was over the top of weird. Over the top weird. <laughs> over the top of it, yeah, it was. It was out there, man. It was out there. Jeez. I don't know, man. I've had Burger King twice in the last two days. I don't think I've had Burger King twice in the last three months. Dude, Burger King last night was terrible. Yeah, it's so gross, but it just, like, gets the job done. We, I had that those uh, chicken nuggets. Ten for a dollar. Piss poor. I'm sure it was, but it was a dollar. Yeah, I got what I paid for, that's for sure. <laughs> it, it was like eating rubber. Yeah. It was so bad. Rubber covered in... Bread? Uh, Breaded rubber? Disgusting. 
I feel like the bread even tastes like rubber, though. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, it's brutal. Their chicken fries are good. You ever had them? Dude, I bit into a chicken fry today. Like, I was eating... It was, like, my eighth chicken fry. And it was, like... There was one part where it was, like... Like, I couldn't chew. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I was, like, that's not healthy, but, like... like I, this isn't chicken, but, but I fully didn't expect it to be. Right, but I ate the other two of them. <laughs> this was, like, six bucks. Yeah. Gosh, that's so gross. Yeah, it's not the, not the best. Not the best place. Facts. I started a new job today. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Lululemon. Lululemon. Yeah. Big old yoga guy. Dude. <laughs> I was a, not a believer in yoga before I started this. I've done it once mm-hmm. since I've been at Lulu, and it's, it's good. I mean, you stretch, and I don't know. I don't think yoga's like, I think yoga's good for people, mm-hmm. but I'll never do it. I love yoga. Yeah. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. This is yoga. <laughs> this is this yoga. This is yoga. Yeah, I, I'll never do it. But I think it, it could be good for people. It's a good stress reliever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can mean, see like, that. working out in general is a stress reliever, but 100%. yoga is just, like, it literally just focuses on, like, everything but what you need to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, it you, just focuses on... Because it, 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 it clear your head. Yeah. You know what's been annoying? Since I've been, like, cooped up for two months and I can't leave the house on my own, like, I can't do anything stress relief-wise. Oh, I feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, you don't have an outlet. Yeah, because I can't, like, just go work. I can't work out in the first place. Mm-hmm. But in the second place, I couldn't even drive myself to go work out if I wanted to. Do you know how long it's going to be until you can work out even after you get it off? Dude. Will it be until you can get it in a race car? So another four months? I don't think so. I'm not going to let that happen. All right, you got to do have, something. I have nothing to do. Played a lot. I downloaded, I downloaded UFC. I bought UFC on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I've just been playing a stupid amount of Madden. Mm-hmm. And our Wi-Fi is down. <laughs> This sounds very first world problem. Dude, but I my couldn't, Wi-Fi's down. I couldn't play, <laughs> couldn't play my $400 console imagine, with my $30 game. Imagine not being able to play UFC. But I bought it and it wouldn't download. And I was like, I bought this so I'd have something different to do. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've been like drawing. Oh. Drawing. Hey, it's something. Tyler Most has been drawing. Next thing, next thing you know, you're going to do yoga. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think you should try it once before you die. I'll try it. I'll try it once I get this neck brace off. You know what you should do? Goat yoga. I want to try that for so long. Tom Brady yoga? Yes. No. Yeah, 100%. Totally. No, literally just goats and they like jump on top of you while you're doing yoga. Bull crap. I swear. No way. It's the coolest thing. Serena did it. No way. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's a How does that thing. work? They just like dig your hoofs and your. Yeah, you literally. It's a. You get your mat, you go outside, and you're in like a little pen with a bunch of goats, and they just jump on you. Isn't that like borderline bestiality? What? <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Not. I feel like someone that's into that kind of thing would go to that and be like, oh my god, this is gonna be so great. I guess, but I think most normal people that go to it are like, this is cool. But why don't normal. Serena's normal. She's been. Yeah, she is, but like, the other 99%. I don't goat know. Goat yoga. Think about that. Goat yoga. Mm-hmm. Goats are crawling on you. Hey, info guy. Can you go to Instagram and pull up the goat yoga page, please? God. It's called AZ Goat Yoga. Why do you know this? <laughs> I follow them on Instagram. You're a weirdo. Why? It's literally, it's like, okay, animal, you know how animals can be a form of stress relief? Yeah. Imagine that on top of yoga. That's the purpose of it. It's like an ultimate stress relief. I'd rather do dog yoga. Yeah, yeah no, that would be 100%. freaking dope. See, that would be dope. Put it up on the screen too. Yeah, if you could. Okay. Yeah, if yeah, you I could. I'll throw it up there. The, the Apple connection or whatever. Yeah. Just 
Just so it's easier for everyone in the room. To yeah, see. we'll put it on this screen right here. That's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's literally. How is there is there videos? Uh, I'm sure there is. There probably isn't because it probably gets weird. It probably gets weird. Have you ever tried? Look at that. Have you ever heard a goat yoga? What the hell? No way. And then he knows the Instagram account. Pull up easy goat yoga. I was there yesterday. Followed by Madison Crow, Lindsay Geith, and Alec Myers. Okay. Two two out of three work at Lou. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I want to see a video of this. Is there videos on there? No. I feel like there's not videos because it gets weird. (laughs) <laughs> Brooke, do you want to do it? I'm down. All right, have yeah. fun. Can we talk about the loop? I'll go. I'll go and watch it. What I in the can. world? It's the, just a pyramid with a goat on the top. What I a, know the Lulu application because I did it. What, what about, about it? it? Like how weird the questionnaire is. Did you have to fill out a questionnaire when you applied to Lulu? There were like eight questions. Like, yeah, and you had to answer. If you could high five anybody, yes, who would be that one. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought those were the so rock. random. It, that's that's how like so Lululemon's whole thing about hi- hiring people is like getting a well-rounded person on top of someone who can sell clothes. Well, yeah. And can create it. Yeah, what, what is high-fiving people? I mean, it just shows like you can answer a weird question like so like and you're, if if you put Satan, they're like, oh, this guy's not for you. I don't. I don't get that. No, that's what I'm saying. So what? What's the it, point of the question? It just shows that you can think on your feet and like answer questions that have like if someone that's fair if someone comes up to you in the store and is like why is a zipper on the inside of the pocket and sitting you're like what <laughs> it, well i feel like it okay I, yeah no i don't think it has anything to do with the job i, I think it's just finding to normal many weirdos people. I, I think so. <laughs> this podcast is gonna get alec fired from <laughs> yeah, i know no i think they just want to show like they want to see your creativity mm-hmm. that's fair because you could put like my mom and be like okay this guy's kind of bland this guy's kind of lame. Yeah, he's vanilla. You could high five anyone, and it's your mom. Mm-hmm. Like this guy sucks. <laughs> when I walk into Lulu, it reminds me of the people of California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the vibe. Right. It was just you, people hanging out and selling expensive clothes. Yeah, for working out and yoga. Peace oh, purposes. They're worth, it. they're worth it. They are worth it. Those are dope. I like the Lulu pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Alec. I know you work at Lulu, but. Athleta, Athleta, whatever you call it. Athletica? No, Athleta. Athleta. Know your brand. They they honestly (laughs) have some good, like, quality leggings and, like, clothing. Do they? I've been, I've been shopping, (laughs) been shopping there more. That's okay. Not to get you fired. Reel her back in. Reel her back in. That's your job. Yeah, you're the sales guy. You gotta get those people back. Wow. Sell me your leggings. This is all on you right now. Sell Sell me your leggings. Sell you my leggings. Give her the shorts off of your bottoms right now. Give them to her. Now. That'll get her back. They're yours. Oh, they're off. Oh, they're off. (laughs) Yeah. Do it. Let's go. Let's hear a sales pitch right now. Okay. What do you use your leggings for? Just every day. Every day use? Class, going to work out, whatever. Okay. Okay. What makes Athleta, whatever, better than Lululemon? When I wash them, they don't get as ripped apart in the washing machine. Okay, like how, the, the quality of the clothing. Okay, how are you washing them? Do you dry them? No, I put them on a drying rack. Okay, that's a step in the right direction. But also, your University of Arizona washing machines are probably not as good as a normal one. I wash them at home. No, you don't. You live in Tucson. Well, I've been home, <laughs> well, I mean, I've been well, home every, like, Okay, but on, right your, on your standard okay. weekend, on your standard weekend, where you're at Tucson. 
Where am I at in Tucson? No, like, on your standard... Well, we're basing this off your standard weekend living in Tucson, Arizona. Okay, yeah. Then I would watch it. In your mm-hmm. Spanish-speaking But family. I live in a, a sorority house where we have upgrades in the house. That's with, fair. like, nice washers and dryers. I so live in, like, a dorm room. What makes you prefer Athleta over Lululemon? It's softer. Softer? Yeah. Ooh. Softer is it, material. Is it more functional? Yes. How? Lots of... lot more flexibility. Really? Yes. Then you're buying the wrong leggings. Because there's certain leggings that Lululemon sells for different things. So if you buy the cheapest pair, they might not be for your everyday use. They might be for something else. But we have a we have a new one that just came out. It's still expensive. It's still this. But the whole point of them is a naked feel. So it feels like you're not wearing anything. Now, okay. My question is, is like if I were to walk into Lulu, how would I differentiate the different type of leggings is there labels on these or like Ooh, good question mm-hmm. because i feel like when i walk in it's just like leggings galore for like sizes no that makes sense but yeah when you look at our wall of leggings they're at the top of the i don't even know what to call it like cubby holes mm-hmm. there's a label of what each pant is in the length okay so each pant is used for a different purpose. One pan is more for yoga, one pan is more for working out, one pan is more for everyday use. So like, is it just in the name or like, do they have a description? Because I feel they, like I never know. They don't have a description. That's what our educators are used for. Okay. The educators are what, what I do. Okay. And given I haven't, I've worked one shift. So <laughs> I'm not <laughs> an expert. Because I'm an educator, but I, I can't yeah. educate you. Yeah, not yet, say. I've worked one shift and today no, that was makes the first sense. day of training, but. Okay. The experience that Lululemon gives you going into a store or the people you interact with should differentiate or put us a step above the competition. But that's only if you were to ask questions. Right. Yeah. So let's say like, what is it like 80 because I worked in retail, like mainly 80% of the people that walk in are not going to ask questions mm-hmm. you and know they're not going to talk that's on, to anyone like one part of my training today was emphasizing the point you brought up like having yeah. our educators walk up to the customers yeah. or our guests and say i hate that so much if you're yeah. in a store <laughs> do you dude you know who does that really like bu- have you ever been to buckle oh, they they're great dude, at it no i hate it no i mean for they're, they're great at it but i walk into buckle and they're like oh my god what do you need today what can i help you with what this is our new shirt line this is mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't care i'm leaving well right. I'm, I'm the guy that'll ask a question if i have one right but but i don't i hate when people are just bugging me like trying to that's how i feel but if you're the person that doesn't ask questions maybe that's good for you mm-hmm. yeah but and they don't know that when they see people walk in but still all of the right all of the thing is welcoming our guests and saying hi welcome to the lululemon how are you? It's not, can I sell you this $100 pair of leggings? It's, That's how it should be. Yeah, how are you doing? Can yeah. I help you with anything? Let me know if you need any help. And, and then there's always something else that says, oh, we're doing a sale. Not at Lulu. There's, I've never, in all my years shopping there and now working there, I've never been approached and said, hey, we have our on-sale rack over here. I've never had that experience. I feel personally that what you need to, like, just retail in general is that you need to make it easier. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like no, like nowadays everyone's on their phones. They don't want to talk to people. So like using a salesperson, like I feel like that's not as much of a necessity as it was back in the day. Like now I feel like people just want to make it a quick and easy trip. Like be able to learn the stuff themselves. Exactly. Like they, like, you know, having signs that, so you can read it for yourself, grab it and go. 
I feel like that's what needs to happen in retail in general. Mm-hmm. And I like, agree. because like that's what people, why people shop online now. Because it's easy. Because it's easy. You just go online, you, you go click. search what you look for, you look at reviews, and then you buy it. That's and our like, retail in person is dying. That's exactly. Brick, brick and that's mortar, what I'm saying. That's why brick and mortar is going under. Yeah. Because people don't want to have a conversation. Exactly. That's all another. Right. 100%. But that's the thing yeah. is like retail needs to figure out like retail in-person shop like in-person places needs to figure out a way to up their game in that sense. Yeah, because we're, we're not like, we're not fixing the fact that people don't want to have conversations. It's yeah. only getting worse in terms of techno technological advancements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Because that's what it is. It's taking over. Like Amazon is like, oh, I think it. I don't think it's a monopoly yet. From cause close. I'm, it's no, close. It's it's in like, like a monopolistic competition, basically. I think Amazon Books are in a monopoly. I agree. Yeah, like, like think about how rich that guy is, Bezos or whatever. His name he's is. the richest person on earth. Yeah, how crazy is that? It's like one hundred sixteen billion dollars he's worth. Yeah, from literally online shopping mm-hmm. because people don't people don't want to experience brick and mortar anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why would I do it when I can do it online? If it's the same price, especially on Amazon, if you have Prime or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like oh one day delivery for free. And I'm like, oh, hell okay. yeah. I can yeah. live off of that in college. Yeah, I, I bet. I can live off of that. I bet. Yeah, today. So I, I got a shirt from Lululemon. They didn't have it in stock. They ordered it online. It's being delivered. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's an issue you're going to run into with. Brick and mortar. Yeah. And having a physical shop. But right. there are some advantages to having a physical shop. Oh, yeah. no go, doubt. Yeah, you can go yeah. look at a product. You can go t- try on a product. You can do all those kinds of things. But it's no, it's great. But if like, if you know what you want to buy, right. and you have a plan of attack. Once, once the shopper, like once the classical lemon shopper is comfortable with the product, they're never going back to the store, or any, or any. Like, think about how many. Like brands are just online and don't have brick and mortar like stores. Sh- stores don't yeah. have straight up retail shops, and they succeed. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, Lululemon is trying to create a brand loyalty. Uh huh. And that, so is any company. That's their biggest thing, isn't it? Though with Lulu, like, mm-hmm, because the stuff is expensive, and there's mm-hmm. no way around it. But if you wear one thing at Lululemon and love it, and it's functional, and it's comfortable, and it's all these things. It's going to build loyalty to have you want to come back and be like, okay, I love these pair of leggings. I love this jacket. I want to buy another one. Right. Well, and maybe that's another thing too. Like for Brooke, she lives in Tucson. There's not a Lululemon. Is there a Lululemon? Yeah. There's a retail there, shop? It, yeah. There's a retail shop at a mall pretty close to campus. Oh, okay. That yeah. kind of ruins my point. But anyways, either like either. Forget that. <laughs> no, but either way, like if let's say you're a college student and you can find something for cheaper, like she's saying with. What did you say it's called? Athleta or Athleta. Yeah, whatever it's called, Athleta. See, we don't need to know Spanish. Whatever it's called, yeah. <laughs> uh, if it like if it's cheaper and it almost does the same job, for someone like Brooke or us who's in college, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go that route? Right, and a company like Lululemon or something else is expensive. Target market really isn't your average college student. No. Right. I mean. That's fair. Yeah. It's really your average. It's really the target market is really like average people who. I mean, it's parents like, and daughters. Yeah. yeah, like your your it's like your pers- it's like your mom that's settled down mm-hmm. with a family and it's like I'm gonna get the most comfortable thing I can get. Mm-hmm. That and that's how you establish parental loyalties with those people. Because mm-hmm. they start buying it, they give birthday presents to their kids and right. They, I, like that's what happened with me. Mm-hmm. Like my mom got me my first pair of Lulu shorts and I'm like these are sick. They right, look, they look cool. They're comfortable. Right. Personally, before I started working there, I wouldn't buy them. 
Yeah, because you're a college student and you don't really have the funds. But it seemed like you said that's not their call. That's not their target market. Mm-hmm. And Lulu is. It started as actually. I learned this today. It started as a community hub in Vancouver. They didn't sell clothes. It started as like a place where people could go work out. It's kind of like I would describe it as like a church without the Jesus, where there's people hanging out and having a good time and like. But the guy who started the clothing line was at a yoga class and saw all these moms who mm-hmm. were doing yoga with cotton pants and cotton shirts on. And he's like, there's got to be a better way to do this. Yeah. And that's how he started the whole thing. It's kind of crazy how something could take off like that. Mm-hmm. You just got to have a unique idea where you have barriers to enter your market. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do to create yeah. a good business. It really is. As long as you have a, a product that's useful to the current population yeah or your current target market really is when as long as your target market is big enough mm-hmm. if you don't have a target market there's no like you also gotta right. make, yeah and you also gotta make sure that your idea is not gonna be copied right yeah that's huge and, like, and it has well, been it has been it ha- like yeah. it, dude i get ads all the time from this there's like this this one brand i don't even know what they're called but they're like pretty much like dogging lululemon and like ours are cheaper and better I feel like the like. You can copy anything now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it, and it can work. Yeah. Because people want the cheaper option, or some people do at least. Most people. Uh huh. But some people will pay for the brand loyalty of a Lululemon or. Right. Something of that. Caliber. Yeah, prestige. Right. Just because it has the logo on it. Like Supreme. Yeah. I mean, they partnered with Hanes. Whoa. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like Hanes makes average underwear at best. Yeah. But, but if, if it has a Supreme logo on it, you buy $30 underwear. Right. Or you buy the other $30 underwear, which is Ethica, and it's cool. Ethica's dope. And it's comfortable. I don't really wear Ethica, but <clears throat> I have one pair, and they're freaking comfortable. Mm-hmm. It has a big old panda on it. Nice. I have, a, like, two or three pairs. <coughs> pairs. <coughs> pairs. <laughs> Remember, uh, Puberty in college. Rick, yeah. Rick Ross. Pairs. 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 What's your secret to losing weight? Oh, that's what I was going to... Pears. I was going to say, what was the... Uh, going into that question. Just eating pears. Dude, I put on 15 pounds since that wreck. Good. Cooped up in here eating like no tomorrow. Might be bad weight, but it's weight. It's weight. Uh-huh. I needed to put on some. Mm-hmm. Now I can... Once I can freaking work out, then I can try to tr- turn in the muscle. Hopefully I don't just lose it. You that's know? true. Well, if you're wanting to lose weight fast, both my parents started Weight Watchers. Nice. Oh, is it good? 17 pounds. My mom lost 17. My dad's like close to 20. <laughs> don't you eat like normal stuff too? Don't yeah. you eat like Oreo sundaes and pizza? All you do is it's based off <laughs> Isn't of... Isn't it? A, That's what the commercials say. It's Isn't like it macros? It's based off of a, like a point system. So you literally scan, like you take the scan at the bottom of the bag, whatever you're eating... They give you... You get a certain amount of points you can have per day. Yeah, like you have like 27 points that you can use per day. And then if you scan, it'll give you a certain number of points. And your goal is to try to be so, under that point uh-huh. goal based on like your age, weight, you know, stuff like that. Right. And then if you go over, that means There's that you're probably going to gain tongue. weight. Yeah. Right. So you're, the whole goal is to like stay or maintain that those points or stay below them. Uh-huh. So it's like you really live your same life. Style. Basically, you just Dude, have that's to, hype. You're just more, can you, it, you're more like in depth in like serving sizes. That's basically the whole point. You know what it is? Can you do Weight Watchers for gaining weight? 
Or is that just Ooh, for losing? Probably. I feel like you could. Like, I you mean, have to just... eat 40 points a day. Yeah, I feel like you good, could do that. Good stuff. Like, you can't eat yeah. pizza and yeah, burgers no. all day. Right, it's like, that would be like, like protein. You, yeah. That'd be like the keto diet. Where yeah. you like eat just like, you cut carbs out, basically. The keto diet sucks. Oh, we have God, friends that have done that. And, I like, we went out... Uh, a lot of people are on Dylan Karyosu's family did it for a while. Yeah. And we went out to NASCAR with them, camp out for the weekend. Yeah. Or no, it might have been the Dunes, but either way, we went out with, for a weekend with them. And they, like, couldn't eat. And I was over there, like, snacking on Reese's and just... Junk. Absolute, just horrible food. Mm-hmm. And they were eating, like, kale and... Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I've been on the intermittent fasting. And it's actually very easy. Really? Especially for the college student. Because you literally just... You don't eat breakfast. You don't eat for a 12 to 16 hour period. And then you eat decent meals. You don't have to macro out every single thing you eat. Right. Because so, like, isn't it like a long term deal almost? Mm-hmm, more yeah. than like a... It's... Wait, watch this type deal. It's more long term. Right. I'm not going to cut 20 pounds in a month. Right. I'm going to cut 20 pounds in two or three months. Right. Which... Depending the, on what else you do in the right. day, too. In the stage of my life, I don't need to cut 20 pounds tomorrow. Right. So, like, if I'm doing intermittent fasting, like today, I woke up at 9, had a cup of coffee, went to class, ate lunch at 12.30. My last <clears> meal was at, what, 11 last night? Here we go. Yeah. yeah. It's at 11 Burger last King. night. Yeah. <laughs> so I waited 13 and a half hours before I ate my next meal, and I had rice and chicken from Penix Rest. There you go. And then dinner was bad. I had pizza. But, I mean, it's not going to kill you if you're only eating two meals a day. Right. Because it's like... The whole idea of the intermittent fasting diet is... Your body is supposed to burn fat for your fuel to go through a normal day. And so, if you're eating constantly, it's using that as the fuel and not your fat. Oh, but if you're not eating, it has to burn the fat to to mm -hmm. function your body. Right. Right. So this is my, I think my fourth or fifth day doing it. I already feel a difference of like, I I was really, really hungry in the mornings. Oh, start to start. And now five days in, I'm burning fat for fuel in the morning and not the bowl of cereal I had. Right. You're not, your energy isn't being used off of the food. It's being used off of your fat because it's not being used. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It doesn't make sense. And it's weird how, like, you you do it with breakfast, right? What do you mean? Like, you don't eat breakfast in the morning. Right. It's, it's a you... fast from dinner to breakfast. So from oh, okay. 6.30 or the last time, like, if I, excuse me, if I were to eat at, like, a normal time tonight, what, I eat at 7? Yeah. Ish? Yeah. I'll eat tomorrow at noon. For lunch. For lunch. Have a light snack, like today I had a... Banana chips in between my meals, just for a snack. You're supposed to have a snack a day. Right. And then I had dinner. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know it's a difference. I mean, I feel good. It's very interesting. Yeah. Especially because, at least, like, when I eat breakfast, it's usually not a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Right. So but for that to, con- like, for that to be conserving you so until lunch is crazy to think about. Yeah, because if you wake up on a normal day at, like, 8.30 or 9.00, Eat breakfast right when you wake up. And then you eat again at noon for lunch. Yeah. And breakfast usually isn't big. And you're just using your bowl of Rice Krispies 
until you get to in and out and then using right. it in and out until, until you, you get, get to raise. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a vicious cycle, which was what I was doing last year. Right. And just gained a lot of weight at Vanguard and How much weight have you lost since you left Vanguard? The day I left when I got home I was two seventy, now I'm at two forty three. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Good for you. Drop some LBs. Now you're hiking too. Hiking, trail running, lifting weights. Working out more than I did when I was playing baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just exhausted from practice. I don't want to go to the weight room. No. Oh, no. Now I wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, go to Squaw Peak. Dude, I used to... Like, I hate working out. You know that, actually. Mm-hmm. But I hate working out. And, like, I've realized that when I do work out, like, I hate the process of it. But, like... After, I feel so it's, much You better. literally get a high. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you just feel so much better. It clears your head. So, like, that's why I like working out in the morning better than doing it in the afternoon. Like, some mornings, I'm lazy. I'll sleep until 11. Yeah. And I don't work out until 2. Right. But if I get up at 7, run or lift or do something, and then I go to class, I feel so much better. Yeah. Like, I have a clear head. I'm, like, ready to go to class. Right. I'm ready to work. Because class isn't the first thing you're focusing on. Right. I roll out of bed at 9.15 for my 9.50 class. I'm yeah. all groggy. Barely get a cup of coffee down. Right. Sit down with a hoodie on. You're not just... even awake until, like, 10.30. Right. Halfway I mean, through the class, and you didn't work anything. Right. That's just a not a productive way to live. Yeah. You know? That's, what it... That's why I didn't want to get... <laughs> Back healthy so I can get back in the weight room. Brooke, we really can't take your coffee on this podcast. <laughs> People don't want to hear your coffee. Do you know how Brooke? delicate this podcast is? <laughs> did you finish your Spanish? Yeah, I did. Heck yeah. Good I'm for done you. done with homework for tonight. Thank God. Can we talk about the amount of homework you have in college? Pull up a chair. It's absolutely ridiculous. We don't have any more chair. Oh, yeah, you're in a chair. Oh. <laughs> scoot on scoot forward, it, Brooklyn. Scoot it forward. Abby, you're welcome to join this conversation. Oh, uh, chair. <laughs> <laughs> you can stand. Sorry for our, uh, sorry for Jaime. (laughs) Yeah, no, I have a ridiculous amount of homework in college. Like I, so what's funny to me is that I'm taking more online classes this semester than I am in person (laughs) classes, which is absolutely ridiculous because that's all they offer now. I, mean, I can't speak for other universities, but that's what they do at University of Arizona. And, like, it's, like, I don't understand it because I was looking at, like, there's a way that you can tr- track your graduation plan. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, and it said that you only need 18 in-person credits to graduate. That's 18? crazy. 18? I that's, what, four finish, classes? You could finish that in my first semester of my freshman year. That is credits. so crazy. That's, and, like, I have three on... Three online classes that I'm taking and two in-person classes that I'm taking. And, like, personally... I learned so much more in person. Exactly. Because you're in, yeah. in an online class, you're teaching yourself. Yeah. And like, Which is, for well, some people, works. That's what I'm planning on doing. For all the classes that I don't need, like, for, like, communications. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm going to do that kind of for stuff like online. For, like, the gen ed classes that you're taking, those that it's, makes perfect right, sense. Right, but like, I'm taking... Like, like I'm, for your actual major? Exactly. Like, I'm taking my social 101 class online. And all it is is so, just reading. And if somebody sucks at that class and cheats their way through it, gets a C minus, mm-hmm. shows up for SOS 202, they're like, in person, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god, I didn't learn anything in 101 because I cheated my way through it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So it makes that class so much harder. But if you just showed up to Social 101 three days a week for an hour. And that, I just think that's weird that, like, you can take the majority of your major classes online. Because, like, like if I graduate with a sports management degree and there's 200,000 other mm-hmm. people graduating at the same time with me in the world with a sports management degree, and I took all my classes online, I'm not going to get a job because I'm not going to know what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I hate. Do you guys do online tests or have all mm-hmm. of your part? See, we have I this, both. We have online tests, <clears throat> but it's proctored through this website called Examity, and it's like someone literally watches you. You have to have your webcam on. You have to share your screen with them, and you have to have your mic on. Hmm. And there's a certain set of rules. You have to be alone in the room. You have to show them like Holy you hell. have to do a three sixty scan of your room. So to show them that like you're not cheating. And it is the most insane thing because all of my classes use it. And like I haven't taken an in-person test since I feel like high school. That's crazy. And that's like crazy. for me that's like having someone specific watch you take your test the whole time gives you more test anxiety. And like I'm I I have Right, really I don't want bad... someone to look at me through my webcam. Exactly. Well, someone's already looking at us right now. Oh god, it's only our subject. The federal bureau of revenge. But like this one's just more prominent. Like <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're being told. <laughs> you're being told. You can physically see them looking at you. And it's just like it's it's scary. It is. That's I don't weird. know how anyone could like Do you know what's crazy? So last year at Vanguard, sorry, Vanguard University for exposing you like this. <laughs> but I took psychology one oh one. Pretty basic college class. Mm-hmm. It's what everybody has to take. Everyone takes psychology 101 at Vanguard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I show up. First day, he's like, hey, this class is an easy A since everyone has to take it. Like, it's not going to be anything crazy. It's, it's just going to be your normal psych class. Mm-hmm. It's like, but our textbook is online. So are the quizzes and tests. Okay. We are two weeks into the class. We can't use our computers in class. He just we just lecture notes and all that. Two weeks in, he's like, "All right, guys, um, exam one you will do on your own. Anytime, any place. Just has to be done by Sunday at midnight. It's on Canvas, and Canvas doesn't use that technology you're talking about. Yeah, Examity. It doesn't use Examity, so my roommate had taken." Psych 101 the semester before, mm. and Thursday at 2 o'clock, practice is over. Hey, Ryan, you want to help me with my psych exam? It's like, yeah, I got my notes right here. Yep. Yeah. That's what I did with marketing. Like, marketing, I mean, marketing is a pretty simple class, but I just have a lot going on with racing and everything. Mm-hmm. So I would I would get home, we would have the marketing, like, it was the same thing, all of our quizzes. We had a quiz every two weeks. We never had a test. It was just a quiz every two weeks. Yeah, that's how my Christian Worldview class is. Yeah. And it was like 25 questions online. Literally, like, you can open up any browser you want. I would get home from the shop at, like, from working on the car at, like, 1030. And I'd be like, hey, Jared, because Jeremy's really good. At my roommate, really freaking good at marketing. Like, he won, like, he won, like, some stupid marketer of our senior class in high school. <laughs> I was like, hey, Jared, you want to do my marketing quiz for me? No, oh, sure. You got 10 bucks? Yeah, I got 10 bucks. I'll go play Madden. Yeah. And then I'll get like an 85 and I'm like, perfect. Or I get like a 75 and I'm like, well, it's better than I would have got. <laughs> so. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Half of me's okay with it. Half of me's like, yeah. I didn't learn anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with it if it was like, it wasn't while someone was proctoring me. Mm-hmm. Right. But 
the fact that like you literally you can't cheat like there's just no way around you it like could. i mean <laughs> you can cheat bro trust me i mean like the only way is like if you have no mirrors in your room and you're doing the 360 a lot of people put like sticky notes on their laptop around the camera do you uh, remember when i think you were in we were both in that all three of us were in that class in biology in, oh my god! In uh, high school, and I would always get in trouble for cheating or talking in that class. My freaking best move! I was literally like me to you. You were the teacher, mm-hmm. like that close. And I mean, we're two feet apart since you guys can't see us. And I took a water bottle and I wrote on the inside of the label like every single answer because I got the answers from the last class. Dude, I was so proud of myself. I had never had that much critical thinking go through my mind to do something like that before. <laughs> Don't even get me started on cheating. Cheating? <laughs> <laughs> I used my Apple Watch mm. in high school. That's a good that, one. that was before. Exactly. Yeah. Apple Watch. Apple right? Watches were new, and yeah. I was like. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm sharing my secrets because they don't let you use watches anymore. Right. But I'd set like the study guide as my wallpaper on there, <laughs> and then I was I put it on my left hand because I wrote with my left. And so when you turn your wrist over, the screen turns on. And then when you turn it back the other way, it's off. That's huge. And so I just go to like write down and I just look. And then like it's a good move. I, I haven't studied for a test in college yet. <laughs> Dude, Grace studied uh, for her last test for thirty hours. She said thirty. Yeah. I didn't even work thirty hours. <laughs> I know. And I was like, I don't think. I have studied thirty hours total since in my oh, in my entire life. Ooh, I haven't. I, I agree. I have. I no. I, I have. have. I, 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 ha- I have had to do that just for you and me because you can't really cheat on their test. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I understand. Like I mean, Grace is in insane classes. Yeah. She's like, she, mechanical she's mechanical engineering and aerospace engineering. Oh. Elon Musk status. <laughs> like I understand studying. But, like, I just, I have never studied that much ever. No. I I honestly can say I've probably never studied for more than an hour on a test ever. I agree. Uh, maybe last year I did. But I wasn't studying for the whole hour. I might have sat in the library for two. Bro, I sit yeah. there and stare into space and just say I'm studying. Yeah, and then it's like 11, I'm like, oh, I studied. Yeah, yeah you look at I me. I feel really good. Yeah. Exactly. What's the learning... You probably know this, Brooke. The if you're like a, you learn by, um, by like seeing things. Visual learner. No, it's hands on, but there's like a word for it. It starts with a K. No, it's not visual. It's something smart. Oh. It's like kinetic, but it's not kinetic because that's like kinetic energy. Whatever that means. Sounds right. I thought it was kinetic. Is it kinetic? It could be like kinetic learning. I don't know. I think it is. Something like that. It's something someone smarter in this room. (laughs) Maybe but go to school. Yeah, shut up. I'm a college <laughs> dropout, all right? But something like that. Kinesthetic. Let's go. Yeah, eat it. Kinesthetic. Kinesthetic learning is like you can only focus. If you're a kinesthetic, or kinesthetic learner, you focus for like a half hour, and then like you're supposed to take breaks because oh. you just can't focus anymore. That's what I am. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can't ever focus. Well, that's because you have that's ADHD. That's fair. <laughs> Just do you actually? Have, do you actually? Oh, I feel like he probably. has. Too. Probably. Yeah. Have you watched any? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you were just playing with everything. Like, I so feel like a lot of people are diagnosed with things so soon that it's just not real. Dude, do you remember that talk at CIY? Yeah. That's crazy. I just like. I think that. Like stuff is so overdiagnosed. 
just to make everyone feel better about themselves. Mm. Like I'm like ADHD is a thing. Right. I get that, People but like have it. everyone that has been diagnosed with ADHD does not have ADHD, and they're taking meds that are slowly killing them for um, absolutely no reason. Or they're selling them. <laughs> or they're selling them. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, hey. you can literally. Oh, I, I know have... people that are selling it, but they literally. The only reason they get the prescription for them is they walk in, they're like, I have ADHD. And yeah, you can literally just say, like, oh, yeah. Okay, here's Adderall. I have extra pain pills for my wreck. You think I can sell them down there? Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, 100%. Stand out on the street. When my mom had I got tramadol. <laughs> Anyone want tramadol? When my mom had her surgery, I was like, Mom. Don't take your pen. Just give it to me. <laughs> God. I think I'll make some money. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy that, gosh, the pharmaceutical opioids, dude. dude they're it's so, so dangerous. It's so sad. Because, especially in professional sports, there are athletes that get prescribed Oxycontin after a game. Yeah. How crazy is that? Oxycontin? Yeah. Dude, that's what I was taking when I... It's literally... Broke everything. Probably one of the most addictive, like, non-narcotics. Yeah. Like, a, not a heroin. Oh, Dude, no, when I... I took it for... Uh, two weeks. And... Mm, yeah, two weeks after I got out of the hospital from mm-hmm. the wreck. I took it. And... Like, after two weeks, I was like, Mom, I can't... I can't be taking this anymore. Oh, that's I was like, like, literally, bad. it's so... Like, even in the hospital, they, they, they gave me morphine. They mm-hmm. injected it through my IV. And I mean, I needed that. You just you feel like a junkie. Yeah, like I needed that at the time. Like I was in stupid amounts of pain in the hospital, mm-hmm. and like, freaking, I don't know. Six hours later, when it wore off, I was like, "Ooh, can I get some more morphine?" Mm-hmm. Like it's just, and they'll give it to you because you're in pain. But right. So and it makes you so groggy, and most of the time you sleep. Yeah. When you're on it, and, and like, it feels freaking great. And exactly because Which your is body's not out of pain. So sad. Exactly. And it's just so it's so opioids are. I mean, morphine isn't an opioid. I don't think. No, it's not. But like opioids in general are just so. Xanax is probably one of the most over. Oh yeah, overly used and prescribed things out there. That's another thing is like anxiety. Like a lot of people like struggle with anxiety. Like my mom and my sister struggle with the actual anxiety. Clinical anxiety, an anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. But but most people like ninety five percent of people struggle with anxiety of Mm -hmm. some sort. Exactly. People have it more than others. I get that. Some people need Xanax. Yeah. It's just how they're just gonna have panic attacks Mm -hmm. and whatnot. But like. I could literally go to the doctor and say, like, I need Xanax, I have, I have anxiety, and they're like, oh, okay. What do you mean, oh, okay? That's what I'm saying, but that's... I'm anxious, because my life's crazy, like... Yeah, and it's, like, it's become, to, like, to the point where, I don't know, I guess it's just, it's too overly used, mm-hmm. and, like, it's, you can't really, it's, like, it's crossing a fine line into whether, like this is okay or this is not right. okay. Because if you take it away from people who actually need it, then it's That's not the thing. That's, that's, that's the thing not. is so many people have, like so many people are like use it that the people that actually need it, it's too expensive for them to get it. Exactly. Mm. And they don't give them more. So like I had, I got prescribed oxycodone for one week. They gave me one week's worth of pills. Mm-hmm. I had three breaks in my back and an extreme concussion. Mm-hmm. Like I was messed up and I got one week's worth of oxycodone. And after that week, I was like, I'm still in pain. Like, I mm-hmm. need something to get this pain off or I can't, like, continue there has to be living pain. right. And I went to the doctor. I called my doctor. I called my neurosurgeon and everything. They're like, we can't give you more. I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They're like, it's too much of a... Of a risk. Of, of a, yeah. Oh, yeah, a risk and a 
problem in the United States that we can't prescribe more than what we think you need. And I'm like, well, what you think I need is not right. Exactly. What you think this person that claims they have anxiety Mm -hmm. needs is also not right. And you're giving them more than they need. You're giving Mm -hmm. me less than I need. Mm -hmm. It's such a disaster. There's got to be so many deaths now. Oh yeah, my and that's why they're pushing yeah. back. Right, so and I understand the pushback yeah, because like, of that. But at the same time, it's like Tyler, people do need this yeah. and like are using yeah. it in the right way, but right. they just 100%. can't because they have to put that barrier on it. Tyler right. Skaggs, yeah, died of opioids, exactly. opioid addiction or opioid overdose. I'm sorry. Yeah, how yeah. crazy is that? Yep, choked on, own, choked on his own vomit because he took too much and then knocked out and then threw up in his sleep. Yep. There are probably 200 stories similar to that. More, I, I would say more than that. Yeah. There's got to be other remedies than throwing some guys some addictive pills. But, but how, much, how much money does the government make off of... Oh, my God. <laughs> so how much money does the government so make off of I, us buying opioids and getting I, prescribed opioids? Listen to me. Listening, Brooklyn. Cancer... Don't oh. even get me started. Oh on that. God! That is a billion dollar industry, probably trillion dollar. I bet industry. cancer. There I, is no way they have not found. I bet cancer that. makes more money for the government than seventy five percent of the other things in the United Think States. Think about how many Mayo clinics are are open right now. Imagine if we found a cure for cancer. Well, there how is. How many one. of there those is. would go out of? Exactly, I know there is. But okay. imagine all of the and they haven't released it. There's no. Why would they? Exactly. They're Honestly. losing so are economy would drop so much yeah yep. more people will live but, but instead of finding and yeah exactly. exactly instead of finding no. a different solution for the economy to boost other than cancer <laughs> and just like i mean there's a cure how do you not cure something that's like that everything else has been cured it's like every other person i meet too has cancer and like even when you go to target like you're just shopping if you read the labels it like at the bottom there is a warning that says this may cause cancer i looked at slime for kids the other day big letters bolded at the bottom this slime can cause cancer yep. i was like are you think, about, think about what we eat like we literally eat grease mm-hmm. and oil like actual grease and oil but it's considered cooking Grease, grease and, and oil. cooking oil and dye. Mm-hmm. That there, shit there's, is there's so great, bad for you. There's great oils for you, like avocado oil. Yeah. And stuff like that, because it's a natural fat. It, right. And it's a nat comes out of the ground. People need fat yeah. to function. It's like we were talking about. It's fuel. Right. It's, but you have to do only organic to avoid any cancerous substances. Yeah. If you're if you're going to like the fast food industry, like in my opinion, like we are meant to eat meat. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, if, if people sure. want to be vegetarians and vegans, more power to you. I don't yeah. care. That's great. But the healthier way to live is to eat meat. I agree. Yeah. And but if you're going to eat meat from McDonald's and Burger King, that's not meat. Yeah. No. You're gonna really tell me that McDonald's burgers Process. come off of a cow? Did you Process. know Taco Taco Bell meat is less than two percent meat? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like actual like cow, it's less than two percent. I don't. It just, it is. It, no, it doesn't shock me. Yeah. But it's, it's terrifying. Because what I'm ingesting is not what it says it is. I don't think it claims, I don't think it claims to be, but it, we don't care. No. I remember and a rumor one time that Taco Bell was cat meat. Probably. And I didn't eat at Taco Bell for like a year. Let's try and I not eat did. fast food. No, I'm good. Yeah, no, I can't do that. But like, Being a college student? No, are you no, kidding me? No, but here, listen to me. <laughs> I eat a lot of fast food. Yeah. But let's let's try and stay away from the... The Jack in the Box, no, the Taco Bell, no the McDonald's, no 
Me and Brooke will be there later yeah. tonight if you want to come. <laughs> like, Me and Brooke will be in and out at 1230 if you want to go. No, in and outs fine. It's in and out that, mm, Chick-fil-A is fine. Chick-fil-A. Is it? Is it? I feel like Chick-fil-A is okay. Is it? Supposed to close up Sundays. This is yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Chick Fil A is probably more meat than McDonald's. Oh, no, yeah, it is. No, That's what I'm saying. Sure. That's why it costs Better more quality, too, yeah, a little bit at least. But like, I heard someone say like, I was talking to someone I I can't remember who it is, but they were like, it was a while ago. They're like, why don't we just, if we took like, like he was like McDonald's can provide so much food to like, little kids in Kenya and those countries out there. He's like, why don't we just give us them? I'm like, cause they die. Mm-hmm. Like if we give them what bodies we're eating, are they're not like, holy cow. Bodies are not supposed to eat that mm-hmm. consistently. Like we, our bodies are just used to it in the United States because that's what we've grown up on. Mm-hmm. Like if we were to ship that kind of food into third world countries and say, here you go, you guys have food now, they would, people would literally die. Mm-hmm. It's poison. I mean, I, I'm not an expert, but I'm almost positive that that's what would happen. It's poison. That's what it is. Yeah. There's no way around. What if oxygen is poison? Oh God! Here we go. Buckle what up, if? Bro. No, what if? No, screw crime. No, that's a joke. <laughs> but what if oxygen was actually, poisonous and it just took a hundred years to kill us? Actually. Wait, can we talk about? Cl- okay, no, well, no. Let's talk about this first. Okay, okay. What if? Yeah, like you said, what if oxygen was actually? But it can't be because if people were taken off of oxygen, like if someone's living off of purely oxygen, like fed into them, if you take them off that oxygen, care they die. True. Well, debunked. Debunked. Climate change. Oh, God. I'm in an atmosphere class right now. Oh, atmosphere. Baby. Atmosphere. So you, like, study the weather. The greenhouse. Exactly. And, like, uh-huh. it is just, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just very, like, I, I, okay. it's hard to believe. Global warming. Believe. Global warming was called global warming until it got colder than it once was, and now it's called climate change. Well, can we talk about the fact for, like, just Arizona, this past Halloween was the coldest Halloween it's been mm-hmm. in, like, 40 years. Before, also- before I lose a lot of people, I'm going to come back and agree on your side in a second. Go so, ahead. here's my thought on climate change slash global warming slash all these things. The climate of the earth, and it's been recorded over history, goes through fluctuations. Right. There are hot years, there are cold years, there are hot years, there are cold years, there's ice ages, and there's droughts. It happens. Yeah. But, human beings aren't helping the problem. That's what I was going to tell the people here. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's all agreeable. I like, feel like most people should agree I, on I that. think that... If you're a reasonable the, human... Yes, like, the way, common sense, yeah. yeah. The way that we treat the atmosphere isn't changing the fact that the climate is changing. Right. The way that we treat the atmosphere is destroying the earth. Mm-hmm. That's there's just... No ifs, ands, or buts. No, there's no argument to that. Like when you look climate at- change may be a myth, may not be. That's an argumentable thing. That's the something fact that, that is way beyond my pay grade. Right. The fact that we are... I don't even have a pay grade. No, the fact that we are destroying the universe is not arguable. No. no. Because we, the amount of things we burn, the amount of plastic we produce, all these things doesn't help anybody or anything or the earth or... Nothing. No, it hurts so much. Oh, it's crazy. This is me talking about this while I drive race cars that burn methanol. Right. But I mean, like, we've survived on these natural resources. Because, like, we use oil for gas. Like, we, we use these since as long as we could remember, you know? Like, mm. this was just a natural resource to us but it's that a, we it, use. It's the overuse exactly. of Exactly. And so that's what... I feel like we're making good progress, like... 
there are coming up with electrical ways to like not make this such a big problem. Right. And like I feel because like, one day there's not gonna be any more oil on Earth. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Because it won't, it's gonna run out eventually. Eventually. Do you know that oil is the cartel, the OPEC industry? It's a cartel. Learned about that in my econ class. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's hype. Mm-hmm. El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> El Chapo's just banking off of all our vehicles. Well, if you think about it, if they can, they can raise the prices as much as they want or cartel. Mm-hmm. Hundred you know? percent. I mean, the only problem with the cartel is that you can't, this you can't really know if someone's gonna turn their back and lower their prices and just undercut every one of their competitors. Hmm? Undercut everybody. But that's what I'm saying. It's like. That's the hard part about a cartel, and that's why a lot of companies don't choose to collude with each other, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's just kind of crazy that our gas and, like, the reason why prices are so high is because it's a cartel. Right. It, it's okay. not from here. Yeah. No, it's not. We don't there, get it from it, here. You can't, you can't control it because yeah. you have to get it. Exactly. <laughs> there are very, You'll pay what you have to do to get it because you, you like, have to get it. Cartel is, like, literally its own monopoly except for the fact that these companies can leave. And mm-hmm. undercut each other. And then and then you just run out of it at some point. If they all turn their back on each other, then all of us would be screwed. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like at the same time it's helping, but at the same time it's not. What if they're turning their back on each other as we film this podcast and we just don't know? <laughs> it could screwed. happen. Isn't that crazy? Very crazy. It's insane. It could happen. A lot, a lot of things could to, happen. So a lot of things you have to think about in life. These are things that keep me up at night. <laughs> 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 Nothing keeps me up at night. Everything I sleep like a me. baby. Dude, I don't wake up to things. What? <laughs> I don't wake up. I don't, woke up I, don't, <laughs> I don't wake up to things. If there's things going on, if someone were to break into my house, if anyone wants to break into my house, I won't wake up. Really? Oh, I know. Yeah, you know. I literally don't wake up. Unless like... It's kind of crazy. Unless someone's like, hey, wake up. I don't wake up. Mm-hmm. I wake up to... I don't even wake up to an alarm. Caden's not in here right now, but Caden's my roommate. My alarm will go off for like... An hour and a half in the morning. And then Caden or Jeremy will be like, dude, hey. shut your alarm off. And I'll look and I'm like, oh, it's 9.30. I missed class. That's great. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, class was at 8. Yeah. Like, how does that even happen? How do I not wake up? I oh. always wake up. I'm the complete opposite. Really? I don't know why I'm such a... Like, I, I can be in a deep sleep, but my, like, single buzzing will wake me up. To, like, my you got, phone. like, a sixth sense. I don't know why. Maybe it's, like, a... Well, like, my mom, for instance. Maybe it's just, like, a woman thing. I don't know. Maybe. Where you just have, like, a mother seem uh, to, like, wake up. Because, like, my mom... Oh, facts, though. My, <laughs> every time I get home late, my mom's like, good night. Exactly. <laughs> and it'd be, like, 1.30 in the morning. She's going to sleep since 8. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is exactly. a motherly like, thing. Like, my mom will not sleep unless I'm, like, home. My mom That's how my, yeah, yeah. my mom is, too. It's, like, a, I think it's just, like, a instinct that we have is to, like, protect. I don't know. That's why my, my mom, if I'm coming home late or when I was looking at home, like... She would be like, can you get home a little early because I won't... Like, she, sleep. she'll yeah. sleep. She'll fall asleep, but then she'll keep waking up, like, is he home yet? And then mm-hmm. she'll wake up right when I get home, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how does that work? Mm-hmm. 100%. Huh. Then you feel work? bad. <laughs> and you're like, well... Like, I'm sorry it's That's three. my bad. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's Could crazy. be. Could be. Conspiracy. 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 We one. should have a conspiracy, like, episode. That is Ooh. the one thing that I love about my major is that you talk about theories... All the That's time. so dope. That's all you do is talk about different theories. I love watching conspiracy theories. So it is the coolest thing I've ever learned about. So mm-hmm. like just the like we talked about the sociological lens the other day in class and just how like 
I took it so the class. way exactly, and it's just like where you it's how you perceive something, how you like how we were taught to perceive something is called like a social construction. Mm-hmm. But you can physically take yourself out of that situation and come out of it as and look like at a, things objectively. Exactly. Why didn't it occur is, where it happened at? What? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> why did it? Why did it occur where it happened at? Why aren't there apples and apple jacks? Facts. It's like Shout a lot of chance. the time we believe what yeah. we believe, but then you have to step outside and look at it from mm-hmm. an objective point of re- view. It's all about perspective. It is. That's the coolest part about it is because you realize a lot more. You know what I love? The nature versus nurture argument. Na- what? Nature versus nurture. Oh, sweet lord. <laughs> I agree with both trains of thought. Ed- educate me. Na- so, oh. the nature versus nurture argument. Are you the way that you are because of... How are you raised? Where are you from? The people around you, your parents, your family, your friends, or are you like that? Which be- is nurture. Mm-hmm. Or are you like it because of evolution and the way humans are? Mm. Like this is how like more scientific, like just like the way that I think you are programmed. Like you're I think both. it's both. It is. It is. It is both. It is both. But that's the thing is like some people are one side. One side or the other. Yeah, and it's like. Like there's no denying yeah. humans are hardwired people but like yeah. that goes but back there's... to the social construction about nurturing it's mm-hmm. the same thing it's like it is. wherever you are and how you were raised or like whatever environment you are in you're going to pick up those habits mm-hmm. like that's right. how you're going to start to perceive society based on what, what you were taught what you were in what you were taught mm-hmm. just like how you live day to day is like basically what nurture is and it's also called like social construction like and we'll get into other stuff but like in women, i mean like we talked about gender in my class oh here we go i'm like hot button topic hot yeah. button topic like, it's about, like, no that's button, the, we should get a button <laughs> let's get a button for hot button topics. you know like the um sorry Brooke, no, real quick no. <laughs> well, the, that was easy yeah the staples <laughs> button that was easy we need a hot hot topic it's good shit hot like button but like that hot was hot buttoned hot topic like like the store yeah it could be um <laughs> okay continue yeah, brooklyn no, gender like, man gender is like it's a cool class because everyone gets to voice their opinion on it no matter what like it's there's Pe- no right or wrong answer no matter what you believe people say gender is a co- social construct that's what it's, that is the dumbest thing that's what i've learned ever about. heard that's what i learned <laughs> come about. on somebody but dumb. like at the same time if you look up if you look at it objectively no, it can, makes sense i can see ways. their argument i can Where, see like, like if you're born and you are a girl, mm-hmm. like you are naturally given girl toys, Barbie, stuff like that, pink, mm-hmm. you know? And like if you're a boy, you're naturally given like footballs and, you know, stuff like but it's that. Also, but it's I, also, I see but that. it's also, exactly. I see that but argument. it's also based off of your genitals. But that's what I'm saying is like there's a genetic side to it too. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like you are either this or you are this. But. In society now, it's like the social construct is like that people are trying to change the social construct to believe that you are something else and that it's also, they're also saying that your genetics are a social construct. Like, how do we know, know that you're just a dude? You know what I mean? Like, who gave you that name? Like, how are you a man? I, it's a yeah, social no, I, construct. I, no, I get it. Yeah. I, I get that argument. I can see the lack Train of logic of behind it. <laughs> <laughs> But there's like so obviously when you're born a guy, your parents get the test like, oh, it's a boy, yay! Mm-hmm. Let's get the blue ribbons and all Absolutely that. Yeah. Oh, he's got a wiener. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> born of the wiener. All right. 
Give him a football when he's born. Give him a baseball when he's born. You give him monster trucks. You give him dirt bikes. You give him manly things. He grows up to be eight years old. He's like, Mom, I want to play with Barbies. You can't control what the kids are going to be into. But at the same time, if we flip the roles... But, okay. Okay, I'm going to say this and I'm going to counter-argue it. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. So don't interrupt me here. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sure you I just did. Okay. I'm doing it again. Okay. (laughs) Anywho. So, like, a a boy is born with a wiener. A girl is born with a vagina. Mm Mm-hmm. If you if you were to flip the rules in the terms of when a girl was born, you gave her monster trucks. Can I told you not to interrupt me? But that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. So that's. Sorry. So my mind's going. Anyways, if you give the girl monster trucks, give the girl footballs, give the girl baseballs, give the boy Barbies, give the boy I don't know, easy bake ovens. You do you go that route and you switch them. Would the girl to grow up? Would the girl grow up to be what we know as a guy, and the guy grow up to be like? Like, girl. Here's my counter-argument. Guys are born with... Boring? Boring. Guys are born with more testosterone than females. Girls are born with more estrogen than males. So, how would that change over time? Because you're only changing... The social construct of what you give each gender is a thing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's yeah. a social construct yeah, and what no. you, how you treat each gender and mm-hmm. how you were to raise each gender. We'll say. Mm-hmm. But at the end of time, guys are going to be guys and girls are going to be girls because of what is inside them. Not as, not because of what is given to them or taught to them. Mm-hmm. That's my side. That's my way of it. Is that what, like how you, maybe how you bring up, Gender is a social construct, but the gender itself is not a social like construct. Like, what's associated with gender is a social construct. Yeah. That's the point of the argument. Is right. That but, everything but, what Everything that's associated with, like, being female or being male, like, the toys you use, the way uh, you grow up, the way you use language, the way you act, the way uh, you speak is, like, associated with co- social construct. Right. But, like, not but the, the way... the gender itself yeah, no, is exactly. not like a social the construct. Genetic, part of it, that's something you can't Right, argue that's with. what you're given to by Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm just, saying. But that's why... It, the class is so cool because there's no right or wrong answer. Right. Like, because you can take the gender side of it and say, this is what I firmly believe. Or you can believe in the social construct of things. Right. Like, you can believe It's that. really up to your interpretation. Exactly. Even it's if your just... interpretation is wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and I was going to agree with it. Right. That's and that's cool fine. And that's yeah. cool. That's what's great about America, too, is you have free yeah, speech. Exactly. You can believe whatever you want. Exactly. You can vote for whoever you want. You can do whatever you want. That's... I mean, you can't do whatever you mm-hmm. want. But you're free to believe what you want and free to... to just stand for what you want. That's what's beautiful about America. But that's the thing, too, is, like, people... So I just feel, like, questions now as much as, like... I feel like our generation is more inquisitive in the way we ask questions now. Like, I feel like this would not have even been a topic. They don't think it was a topic of conversation back 20 years ago from now. You know what I mean? Like, this was... Definitely wasn't. And it's just, like, I feel like the fact that we are questioning things and like maybe it's wrong, maybe it's right, the way that we have a form opinions now is cool. And that's something that we should all be doing. Oh, it's super cool. And I agree. like I feel like but with opinions I feel like there comes a sense of pride which is something that everyone should get over. That's the problem. It's be respectful. Everyone's opinion is right yes, to them. Yes, it's a or it's you a have, pride thing. Yeah. That thing you just said, everybody's opinion is right to them. Mm -hmm. Today we talked about truth in Christian worldview. There's objective truth, 
and absolute truths that are just true. Mm-hmm. Right. That's two and that's not a that's not four. a that's not a Christian standpoint. That's just a general yeah. standpoint. Fact of being a fact, a right. human. There are some things that are true. Mm-hmm. This light is above us. No matter how hard you believe that the light is below us, it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> two plus two is four. No matter how how hard you believe it's five, never gonna be five. And and then there's um, subjective truth, which is speak your truth, speak your own truth. Right. And if you start to create your own truth and counterdict absolute truths, what are you at that point? False. God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, once, right, right. Once you start creating your own truths and thinking what you say is true and trying to create things to make them be true... You turn yourself into God. Yeah. Which is not okay. Right. You can't do that. (laughs) Because there are absolute truths in the world. Because there is a God who created these absolute truths. Right. Want to hear something crazy? Sure. Totally switching lanes. Aliens, right? (laughs) We're going there. We okay. We are how far into this talk? I'll be back in a second. Yeah, I feel like we should stop this and make a new episode. Well, here, let's start. Start what you're gonna say, and then we'll make a new episode. If we are ever visited by aliens, how are we gonna communicate with them? Because odds are not through language, right? Odds are they don't speak the languages that Earth speaks. Mathematics. Because across the universe and across everything that is known, mathematics are absolute truths. Wow. And on that topic. Yeah, on that note. Okay, here. So our next, our next podcast will be, be, will be centered around conspiracies, aliens, artificial intelligence type things. How about that? So we don't leave these people hanging. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. On it. Well, that's episode number one. We won't always have good old Brooklyn here since no. she lives in Tucson. Maybe we'll have to make some visits down. Absolutely. Um, I'm down. But we'll, we'll try to have always her here down, as much yeah. as we can. And yeah, join us here for episode two. We're thinking about calling this podcast Barstools in a Basement because that's what we are doing. We are sitting on Barstools in a Basement. Brooke is in an office chair because we can't afford three Barstools. But <laughs> college students, like we were talking about. Hey, there you exactly. go. But that's what we're planning on calling it. If you have other ideas, if you think anything different than us, if you think anything the same as us, let us know and we'll get after talking about it. So, folks, thanks thank for you. joining. Thank you very much. Albie, say your piece. Peace. Think, oh. of a, think of a catchphrase here. Goodbye, world. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. It was really nice talking to you. <laughs> Have right. a great night or day, whatever time you're listening to this. We'll see you next time. I'm asleep by now. <laughs>